Welcome to the What Now Podcast. Welcome to the What Now Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the What Now Podcast and I start with your host, Jermaine Echo. In today's conversation, we are talking about friendship. I am going to be sharing with you three foundations which I believe are essential to cultivating and maintaining a strong friendship. All these ideas that I'm going to be sharing with you guys are ideas of my own, ideas that I've learned over the years through my great friendship that I have to this day and the bad ones. Because I do firmly believe that any experience or any situation that you put yourself in, you can always learn something from it. The three topics that I've selected are communication and honesty, the idea that you become who you surround yourself with, and finally, the emotional intelligence and emotional availability that you need in order to maintain and create a healthy and strong bond that is going to be long-lasting. Please, if you disagree with me, please let me know because these are the topics that are important to me. So I want to hear what topics that you would put in the place of the three that I have selected, if your opinion is different from mine, which I do not think will be the case because I am a Libra. We are so well balanced and that means that we know every single thing. (laughs) I am only kidding. The idea of this podcast is to be able to learn through conversations. So if you have a difference of an opinion, just let me know and let's talk. With that being said, Let's dive into the first topic, communication and honesty. I do believe that in any relationship that you're going to be in, communication has to be at the very foundation of that relationship. I'm talking about relationship with coworkers, with your siblings, with your significant other, your partner, with your parents, with your friends, whatever the case might be. If you have a strong communication skill, then that relationship has a higher chance of succeeding, in my opinion. I do think that communication is about listening. What do I mean by that? Communication is about listening to the other person, taking in what they're telling you, processing that information. So then the next time when you guys communicate, you already have this information back at the back of your mind. You know exactly how the person likes to communicate. And it has to be both ways. It cannot be a constant give, 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 or it cannot be a constant take, 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 take. It has to be a fine dance of give and take. So you listen to the other person, the other person listens to you. In that way, you exchange information. Because at the beginning of the relationship, neither party really knows each other. So you have to be able to find the different communication styles that each party has. Some people like to talk about things right away. Some other people like to take the information in, go back, process it, sit on it, and then talk about it. Like I said earlier, it's like a fine dance. But it cannot only come from one person doing all the talking. I'm sure a lot of us have been on dates where the person is constantly just talking, talking, talking about themselves. That's not what we want in this relationship. There has to be a give and take. And as time progresses and as you get to know the other person that likes, dislikes and whatnot, that means that you guys have both been able to listen to each other, grow from each other and learn from each other, which is a beautiful thing to see. And also, when you have that communication, you're able to hold your friends accountable for things that they said they're going to be doing or should be doing. Example, in my personal life, when I first started the podcast, I said that I was going to release an episode every single week. But then 
I moved and things happened. Life just got in the way. My friends that I have in my life, that was a promise that I made to them. And in turn, they were able to hold me accountable to it. Hey, Jermaine, it's been a couple months now. There's no episode with the podcast out. What's going on? How are you doing? How can I help you to make sure that you're back in a space where you can produce something that you enjoy doing? That's my friend holding me accountable to something that I said I was going to be doing. He's holding me accountable without making me feel guilty, without making me feel judged. I think that's another important component of communication. Being able to communicate with your friends without making them feel guilty or judged is very, very important. You have to be able to allow your friends to make their own mistakes and learn from it because you cannot change somebody unless they've made the conscious decision of wanting to change themselves. We all make mistakes in life and none of us are perfect. And I think that having a friend who understands that and doesn't make you feel guilty goes a very long way. At least in my life, it has. Like I said earlier with the example, when my friend told me that he wasn't bashing me, he was just asking me a question. Hey, listen, you said that you were going to do this. What happened? Let's talk about it. Let's communicate and exchange. So as much as communication is about listening, it's about an exchange as well. We both probably exchange with each other and taking information away from each other in order to be better individuals and grow to become better friends towards one another and to be there for one another, to help each other grow and see each other accomplish and fulfill our full potential. That will lead us straight into the second part of this conversation about friendship. The idea that you become who you surround yourself with. If you want to see who you are, look at the five closest people to you. And if I look at the five closest persons to me, I'm surrounded by highly motivated people. People that want to continue to grow and become better every single day. For a long time, I personally was not there and my friends were there. But what I've learned is when your friends are doing well, you have to be happy for their success. You shouldn't have any sign of jealousy in your heart. Don't be a jealous bitch. That shit is not good for me. Be a happy bitch. Applaud your friends when you do something well. Make them feel seen. Make them feel heard. Make them know that the small efforts that they're making is making a difference. And if you do that, that positive thought that you have in your mind and the positivity that you bring into the world, you'll see that slowly it will start to affect your own life. Happiness for your friends is happiness for yourself. If you're able to cherish your friends and chew on your friends when they're doing great things, they will return the same thing to you when your time comes. So don't be a jealous bitch. Your time is coming. Hold it there and keep going forward. Support your friends in any ability that you have. If your friend has a new business, support them. Let them know what you think about the product that they're selling. Let them know how they can possibly improve their product if they ask for your opinion. If they don't ask for your opinion, there's no need for it to be shared. Like I said earlier, people learn from their mistakes. Some people just need to make mistakes in order to be able to learn and evolve from it. The other part of you become who you surround yourself with, it is impossible to keep the same friends your whole life. You will grow apart from certain friends that you have in your life because naturally you yourself are growing as a person. So your values change, your responsibilities change, and those around you who love you will understand that. There will be no jealousy there. They won't be upset with the fact that you're changing, that you're evolving, that you're becoming a better version of yourself. Those who see that, those who accept that, will move along with you. So I do think that if you're growing mentally and you're growing financially, whatever the case might be, you're evolving as a person, as long as you're not a douchebag, as long as you're not an asshole, leaving friends 
behind is okay. It's a natural progression of life. You can't take everybody with you, unfortunately. So you cannot allow your mind to guilt trip you into feeling guilty for leaving somebody who is not willing to progress and advance behind. They have to do it on their own time. And if the time comes when they're able to do it and fully embrace that change and accept the change that is happening within you and the change that they need to make for themselves, then possibly you can be friends again. But then natural selection, fam. Yeah. <laughs> as you evolve you meet new people as your mind is evolving you're surrounding yourself with people who align with the new beliefs if you're becoming an asshole then that's a problem and your friends are calling you out and you're unable to see it that's a problem for you the individual but if you're growing it's a natural growth you're happy you're growing you're doing well you're healthy and you're trying to put yourself in a position to succeed then your friends that you're leaving the wayside unless they're willing to grow with you and attain that next level of wisdom whatever you want to call it then you have to leave them to allow them to grow themselves and just because you are not friends today doesn't mean that you cannot be friends in the future anything is possible it's like a girlfriend you know you might not work out today but in a couple years from now you might rekindle that affair it might grow into something deeply beautiful. Sometimes you need to take time away to be able to appreciate what you had, as they say. The last component that I think is also very important to a friendship is the emotional intelligence and the emotional availability that you should present to your friends. I think that is even more important when it comes to male friendships. Unfortunately, in our society, Although this is changing and is becoming better in our society, there's still a stigma that men cannot open up to one another. I think that is deeply flawed. Men should always be able to express themselves emotionally to their male counterparts. I say that because it will go a long way to creating a healthy mental space for you. In my own personal life, that part of friendship is one of the most important things that I value being able to communicate with my friends, being able to see how they're doing mentally, being there for them mentally, and being able to communicate with them, whatever the issue might be, whatever the topic might be, being open to learning about their lives. I see it as an opportunity to learn more about my friend and to get closer to my friend, to be able to be there for my friend when shit hits the fan. As much as you wanna be there for your friends in a mental space, your friends also need to be there for you under the same capability. What do I mean by that? That's what I call emotionally dumping on people. We don't like people who emotionally dump on their friends. I'll give you a plain, simple example. If I'm going through something and my friend decides to listen to me, to be there for me, and listen to my difficulties, whatever it is I might be going through and gives me advice, and constantly when we're talking, we're only talking about my issues, what it is that I'm going through, what it is that I am dealing with. At a certain point, your friend is going to become fed up with you. Like I said earlier in the conversation, it has to be an exchange. Sometimes you take the lead, sometimes the other person takes the lead, vice versa. As much as I emotionally dump on my friend, my friend also has to be able to emotionally dump on me as well. Because people can only be there for you for so long until they need to deal with their own stuff. And if your friend is there for you constantly and you don't return the favor ever, that is not a sign of a great friendship. A great friendship 
is to be able to be there for your friend and your friend also be there for you. So do not emotionally dump on your friends. That is not okay. That also ties back into the communication aspect of it. You have to be able to communicate to your friend that, hey, listen, the past couple of weeks we've been talking about your problems. Can we now dive into what I have going on? Can we talk about what I need now? It's all about communication. Communication has to be at the forefront of all these things. So vulnerability has to go both ways. If it goes both ways, that creates a healthy environment to be able to communicate in and a healthy relationship that you want to keep pursuing because it's beneficial for both parties that are involved. Those are the three topics that I wanted to embark on today, that I wanted to explore today. It's just a quick little episode for the people. It's, I know I've been away for a couple months. Like I said earlier, life got in the way, things happen. But we're back on it now, better than ever. New material and massive, massive, massive announcement for you guys in the next coming couple weeks. But I'm going to end this pod with a simple question. Do you believe in soulmates? If so, do you believe that it's only romantic or can it be platonic? I'm going to give you my own personal answer. I believe that soulmates can exist in a multitude of forms. I believe that each one of my friends that are, are in my life today are all my soulmates for different reasons. They all offer things to me that I wouldn't be able to have or I wouldn't have been able to learn by myself. Maybe, perhaps I would have been able to learn it by myself, but it would have taken a much longer period of time to be able to fully grasp that information. So yes, I do believe that soulmates can be platonic, and my friends have changed my life for the better. The man that is speaking to you today is an accumulation of all the many experiences that I've had with my friends and the continuous learning that I'm willing to do, that I get to do through my friends. To recap this quick episode that we had today, I do believe that in order to maintain a strong friendship that is lasting, you have to have communication and you have to be honest with your friends. You truly do become who you saw on the software. So now that I am in a space where I am mentally capable, ready to accept that I need to be more productive, my friends, around me make it easier for me to be productive because they're holding me accountable to the things that I said I was going to be doing. And lastly, the emotional intelligence, the emotional availability. If you're not available emotionally for yourself, you cannot be available for somebody else. It's like the old saying goes, if you don't love yourself, you cannot love somebody else. So you have to make sure you take care of your own house before you can offer somebody else's help. Do not allow your friends to continuously dump their emotional baggage on you. Do not take that on because that can be a very heavy burden to hold. Another example is my friend Ash, a beautiful soul, a beautiful woman. She held me accountable because I was dumping, dumping, dumping. And she said, hey, listen here, sir. Enough of this. I also have things going on. Allow me to speak my truth. And in that moment, I realized you know what? She's right. I've been doing this for too long. It's her time. So do not allow your friends to emotionally dump on you. Be there for them, but be there for yourself first and foremost. And your friends who know you, who love you, will always understand that. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. Ciao.
Thank you for listening to What Now Podcast. Thank you for listening to What Now Podcast.